Welcome to the Beyond Jiu-Jitsu podcast, episode number 54. Come on down. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> got it, bro. I don't have time for this shit, Kieran. I got better things to do. I don't have time. You don't have time, Adam. See you later. Bye. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're talking today about people who, well, obviously, people who say they don't have time to train jujitsu, but you could broaden that to just people who make that excuse. I don't have time. And we've uh, revealed all of our cards straight away. Revealed our hand in the first 45 seconds. I think the episode's over because uh, I'm just going to say it's fucking bullshit. You got time. You've got time. Gary LaFair, blue belt under Adam Charles, black belt, Light <laughs> Sydney, in case you didn't know. Today, yeah, we're talking about what to do if you, air quote, do not have time to train. Or you only have tr- time to train once a week or twice a week. We're going to get into that again. Um, but yeah. yeah, Adam, what do you think? What what should let, – let's paint a scenario here. I'm a professional. I, I work, you know, 10, 12-hour days, seven days a week, working a lot, man. That's a lot of work. That's a lot of work. I, I'm flat out, you know, in the in the – that middle stage of my career where I'm really pushing, striving for the top, and man, I just don't have time to to train jujitsu, but I really want to. I mean, if if you're actually pulling those hours, that's a lot of hours. You might not have time. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> yeah. I, okay. Look, some people legitimately don't have time. Yeah. I would argue though that <laughs> you know nine out of ten people who say they don't have time, they have time. Mm. You know, it's such a lame excuse. And I mean, we're all guilty of it, but it's not a factor of whether you've got time or not. It's, it's whether it's a priority or not. Exactly. Right. And you have the time, man, unless you are doing, you know, like a full-time job typically is what, 40 hours a week. You've got time to train, you know, if you're doing, if you're someone who's pulling 80 hours a week, that happens, right? Okay, that's going to be pretty rough to find the time to train, especially if you've you got a family, like you got a wife and kids and whatever else you've got going on in your life. Yeah. But it's not that, a that's yeah. not the extreme that we're talking about. Because someone who's, you know, I mean, let's look back to 2020, like doctors and nurses who were working 12, 16-hour days every day because it was the beginning of COVID. They and, barely have time know. to eat and sleep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like we're not talking about that extreme. Those people and like people who are going through that period of, of time in, a, in their life where, yeah, they're literally working 80 hours a week and, or, you know, someone who says I don't have time cause they just had a newborn baby. Yeah, cool. You don't like, that's, you know, that's a rough time to be finding time to, to work out. So I'm not talking about those extremes, right? I'm talking about the people who say they don't have time as an excuse, right? And it is such a lame excuse, man. Not only do you have the time, but whether it's jujitsu or not, you've got to make it a priority. It's super important for your well-being to exercise. And one of the things that I love about jujitsu is that it is a type of exercise. My friends who don't train or even exercise often are like, man, you just like eat heaps of ice cream and whatever, but you're not a fat shit. You know, how? Well, actually, I don't really even like exercising. I just like jujitsu, which happens to be a type of exercise. So I kind of get away with having a subpar diet, you know, but th- it just stresses how important it is that you exercise. Oh, yeah. Or, or do, and jujitsu is a type of exercise. So when, you know, if you, if you don't have time and that's your excuse, right? Well, that means, I see that as you're just being a lazy shit. Yeah. You know, if it, if it's, I, I don't have time because no, hang on. Let me, it's really just a lack of priorities. Someone, someone will say, I don't have time. It's like, well, because they want to make sure they've got time to play that video game before mm-hmm. they go to bed or whatever. Yeah. So it's, it's, if you watch TV, right. At any time during the week, like say you watched even for 20 minutes a day, you have time to change jujitsu. You could eliminate that TV time compress it into one day and train. Yeah. That's three TV sessions, right? It's, it's like, minutes. it's like when who you, the fuck watches TV for 20 minutes. It's like when you do a follow up. I mean, you know who would cop this worse than jujitsu instructors is bloody physios. Mm. Because when you see like, I 
so often you get given your exercises by the physio and then you have your follow-up with them a week or two weeks later. Oh, I didn't they, have time. And they ask, have you done the exercise? And you say, I don't have time. That physio sitting there going, fucking bullshit, man. Those exercises I gave you take five, ten minutes a day yep. and I asked you to do it three times a week. Yep. You're telling me you didn't have 30 minutes in your entire week? Yeah, exactly. No, you just didn't make it a priority or, in other words, you're a lazy piece of shit. Some people really need to listen to this because they're going to click on this like, fuck, yeah, that's me. I don't have time to train jiu-jitsu. They're going to click on this. No, they're not. They're going to they're gonna sit there being like, man, this guy's a fucking idiot. Like, no, I, I don't saying. have time. Like, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I, I've spoken about on the podcast before that I have gone through periods and I'm still like definitely in this, you know, still very interested in this uh, field is like that whole self-improvement, biohacking sort of movement, right? I um I once got into a phase where I would wear I shit you not I would wear a stopwatch around my neck for an entire day and like not like out in public I wouldn't make it super obvious but you can in public just put it in your pocket or whatever and every time I would catch myself wasting time like on my phone like on YouTube just watching random fucking videos or whatever or you're watching TV or what whatever it is I'd start the stopwatch and then at the end of the day I would tally how many how much time in minutes or you know most days it was in hours that my time was wasted. If you do that for an entire week, force yourself to do it. Don't change your habits. Just start the stopwatch. You don't have to do anything else. Huge amount of time. Fuck loads of time. You tell me you don't have time, put a stopwatch around your neck. Start your time every time you browse fucking Instagram instead of doing whatever you need to do. Social media is definitely one of the biggest time wasters. Oh, yeah. In saying that, you should definitely follow Beyond Jiu-Jitsu podcast on Instagram. Yeah, again, um, that's Beyond (laughs) Jiu-Jitsu underscore podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You know, uh, I will say though that for I don't want that everything's obviously with a with a grain of salt. Like for some people, myself included, like it, it is important to have time to to rest and relax. And anyone who tells you otherwise, you know, I think they're they they're lying to themselves. It's super important for your mental well being to have time to mentally relax, even not physically, but just like mentally relax. And for some people, that is watching TV, like me personally, I almost never watch um, really intense shows or films. Like for example, I don't know, just like, let's say, cause it's a very well-known intense film. Let's say Schindler's List for something. One of the most famous films of all time. Like it's a very, like, that's not a, I'll just, I just want to chill and relax. I'll watch some Schindler's List, <laughs> right? You know, like I'm, I'm a, uh, I'm going to watch like, like in the Big Bang Theory or something. Like I just don't want to think, mm. you know, that's my like switch off almost, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, meditation through, <laughs> through mind-numbing entertainment. Mm. So it is important to have that time. But I mean, you know, you know as well as like you're <laughs> sitting across from me. I see you every day at the gym. I'm in the gym every day. I train every day. Like you would know if I said I don't have time, I assume you would go, okay, he's probably actually like really busy. Uh, that's not me just going like, oh, I'm going to like cram all these episodes of Game of Thrones or something. <laughs> it's the people who say they don't have time, but every night they they dump two, three hours of Netflix, mm. you know. And you might not need to carry a stopwatch around your neck, but most smartphones now have that like, you know, they screen time, screen yeah, time, right? Yeah, you check that. And man, the average is probably like four hours a day yeah. of screen time at least. Yeah. I get really like I feel like I'm. It's a bit unfair my screen time because I I developed this bad habit that I um, I always watch YouTube to essentially to go to sleep. It's like my equivalent of having like a white noise machine. So <laughs> I shit you not, I'll put on YouTube with earphones. Documentaries, right? You watch yes, like it's building all, documentaries? Any, doc, any, yeah, engineering, engineering or space or war documentaries. Like I recently watched, and I'll, I'll watch it over the course of multiple nights because I fall asleep, right? I recently watched one that was about like the mind games between- Wait, are you uh, physically watching it or are you just listening? No, I'm watching, but like obviously I then start yeah. passing out. Um, I watch slash listen to one that was about the the mind games between um, Stalin and Hitler, you know, and some okay. of the letters and Churchill as well, some of the mind games that went on. Uh, but, yeah, 
It's more about the voice of the narrator, right? Like it doesn't matter what this documentary is about. Mm. If they've got an annoying voice, it's not going to like put me to sleep. Mm. You know, so I've developed that bad habit. So if you checked my screen time for YouTube, like I'll fall asleep, but YouTube's playing for hours, you know? So it'll be like 12 hours in one day of YouTube. And it's yeah. like, not like, you know, if you looked at it, you'd think, bro, this yeah. dude doesn't do anything but watch YouTube. <laughs> it's not the case, people. <laughs> I, I fell asleep. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, apart from that, yeah, like if you, if you review your screen time, or it's not always even screen time. Sometimes it's just literally fucking wasting time. Yeah, and we're not talking I about mean, work. Like you know when someone's wasting time, right? Because it's like you can see it's the thumb. The scrolling yeah. of the thumb gives it away. Yeah. You know, because sometimes as well, it's a bit it can appear like you're wasting time, but you're not. You know, there it's kind of the the cell phones or smartphones, it's a bit of a catch-22 because there's you, all the downsides of wasting time and screen time and social media. It, yeah. But exactly. But one of the beauty is that you can be sending emails or, yeah, you might be in a program, an app like WhatsApp, mm. right, that people see as a type of social media platform. But, like, you might be talking to a business contact in China or something, sending messages or whatever. So it's what, also – What deals have you got going on in China there, Adam? Don't worry about it, bro. It's just like, <laughs> don't open that shipping container. Karen, no, 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 not that one. <laughs> uh, COVID-3. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's also one of the beauties of them that you can be be working on your phone, right? Like so many people, I mean, you, you're you a content creator. Like yeah. you could be on YouTube, but like if someone just looks over your shoulder, they'll mm. think you're just watching YouTube, but you could be legitimately working. Yeah, or even like for me comments. as well. Like, I mean, mm. I don't... It doesn't feel like work and I don't see it as work. But if I'm sitting there watching uh, jiu-jitsu techniques or competition footage or whatever, you could argue that I'm working, right? Like, could, yeah. You could. I don't think you have to fucking lean into it that much, Kieran. Like, you could, right? <laughs> you, could. Like, hey, you, uh, could, well, you could. Yeah, you could argue know. anything, bro. <laughs> this guy's purple. Yeah. Come at me. <laughs> but, yeah, I think the thumb is what gives it away yeah. when you see people just scroll. Like, yeah, yeah and you're just on, on Instagram or yeah. Facebook just scrolling. Like, dude, do you know how many of my Facebook friends are people I speak to in real life? Like, three. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, everyone else, like, yeah, some I know in person, some you I don't. still have Facebook. Yeah, man, it's, it's, it's Facebook's it, so old. You're such a boomer. Makes me, makes me feel good. Who has Facebook yeah. these days? Yeah, I mean, I I can't remember. I, no, you know why? I'll tell you why I have Facebook. How else am I supposed to know when it's someone's birthday, Kieran? Yeah, if Facebook yeah. doesn't tell me, you're not wrong. I just, right? I never, I never. You know where it comes up. You don't on the even thing. use WhatsApp. You use that. Oh yeah. Well, you're WhatsApp. in it. You're in it because we've got. I the, literally, the gym I'm group. in WhatsApp only because of that gym group. That's the. I re-downloaded it to be in our gym group. I use Signal. Yeah, and DuckDuckGo. Hashtag Joe Rogan. <laughs> Dude, I, I, all, I, almost, I almost sent you uh, – it's been a while since I've shat on Joe Rogan. <clears throat> I, I, Bro, I don't think you've ever shat on Joe Rogan. <laughs> I almost – dude, he's such an idiot. No, like, he's great. I, there was like one of those, you know, like the YouTube short. <laughs> mm. Hang on. I've just – the irony is not lost on me that this episode started talking about like, you little bitches don't have time saying you don't have time to so train. So when I was scrolling. And then, <laughs> yeah, now when I was in the YouTube rabbit hole, it was like one of those YouTube shorts from, I don't know if it was a recent episode or whatever, but he was talking to Elon Musk. Mm. And he was saying that, um, he was like, oh, Joe was like, oh, you know, didn't Bill Gates come out and say that you can't do trucks? I assume talking about like the Tesla trucks. Mm. And he was like, yeah, you know, blah, blah, blah. And Drew's like, why would he say that? And then Elon's like, oh, I guess he just, you know, um, you know, he doesn't really understand the. F- something oh. just smashed in my kitchen, <laughs> which is like, what? Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. The mics probably wouldn't have picked that up, but something just went. Yeah, like, we both crashed, just looked. <laughs> crashed in the background. I don't know. Anyway. What was. <laughs> um, yeah, and he's like, oh, I don't know. I guess he just doesn't understand the physics of it, blah, 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 blah. And then Joe's like, but. But why would, you know, why would he even comment on something that is, that, you know, isn't his area of expertise, something along those lines. And I was like, Oh, Joe, it's like, you're just full of giving your opinion on shit. You know, nothing about. Anyway, (laughs) I'd just like to say again on the air that 50% of this podcast is a big supporter of Joe Rogan. (laughs) 50%. So why don't you have time, Adam? I do have time, but people just make the excuse because they're fucking lazy, right? Like 
you know, people are, oh, I've been working so much. Okay, well, if you look at our gym, for example, there's classes in the morning before work, there's classes at lunch, and there's like multiple classes in the evening. Yeah. You know? and Again, I'm not weekend. talking about the people who literally are pulling 80-hour weeks, yeah. right? Uh, that's different. But I don't want to give, I don't want to give people out there that are working hard a scapegoat either, because look, I saw this, this, uh, you know, I've, I've mentioned it before, but I'm a frequenter of the BJJ subreddit. Some of it's good, some of it's shit, but there was a post there that was basically along these lines of this episode title is someone wanted to start jujitsu, but didn't have air quote time. And I wrote, um, you know, this huge fucking paragraph on like ways they could, because they had a different part of the question was like, oh, how do I integrate it with my current lifting schedule, et cetera, which, you know, I'm pretty knowledgeable on that. So I, I chimed in on that as well. But the, the there was a huge fuck off paragraph and the top, I just did it um, too long, didn't read TLDR. You will make time if it's a priority. That's all I said. Mm. And that that is the the underpinning message of this entire episode of the entire conversation no matter what it is if you have the excuse or if you have if you actually believe maybe it's not an excuse in your mind maybe it's a, a, an honest to god belief that you have i would love to do jiu-jitsu i'd love to i'd love to start training jiu-jitsu i see all the benefits i'm, I'm very into it like i like seeing blah 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 whatever i listen to joe Rogan. i want to start jiu-jitsu but I don't have time. You need to unpack that yourself and, and and look at your day, look at your week even and say, okay, if my life depended on going to jujitsu twice a week or three times a week, if my if I was going to fucking die like in a month, if I wasn't able to go to jujitsu three times a week for an hour, would I be able to do it or would I die? Like honest yeah, to God, of course every, everyone, would, everyone would make it, right? And then you have to – have to see things in your in your day or in your life that you need to sacrifice like in order to achieve something that you want to do regardless of what it is but even with jujitsu if you already have a pack schedule something needs to go right you can't have it all you can't have it all you can't do everything right so maybe you do like playing video games and maybe that is your sacred time and maybe you don't want to give up that two hours that you play video games of an evening because you've just worked, you know, really long, hard day or whatever. Um, you come home, you do whatever you need to do for your family. Maybe you have kids. And then, um, you know, after you put the kids to bed, you play two hours of fucking Call of Duty. Well, it's that time that you could have sacrificed earlier in the day by doing some things that you may, may have done in the morning of the evening in that video game time and, and replace it with jujitsu, right? So there is, there is always a solution to the problem. But a lot of the time, it's a very uncomfortable solution, particularly in the early days. You don't want to sacrifice your video game time. You don't want to sacrifice your uh, Instagram time. Or maybe, just maybe, there's a little bit, like a little voice in the back of your head, a little like truth behind you that is just fucking lazy. You know what? Maybe like some people need to hear this. Maybe you're just fucking lazy and you, you want to, you want to get all the benefits of jujitsu. You want to be a a black belt or a blue belt or whatever. You want to start, you know, smashing people. You want to hit those triangles. You want to, you know, be that person you want to be, be that man, be that woman that you, you, you know, you can be, but you're not willing to to put in the effort because it's fucking hard. Yeah. You know what I mean? That got deep, but it's true. It's like, you know, I would love to be able to speak French. I just couldn't be fucking bothered. You know, like there's lots of things that I wish I was yeah. able to do, but it's not enough of a priority. If you had a hundred lifetimes, you would do it all, but you don't. So you've got to figure for, out what's important to you. For some people, it just will never be a priority. And mm. that's fine, right? You need it's, to be honest. It's not a hundred percent of the population trains jujitsu, right? Yeah. If it's not a priority, that's fine, right? I mean, I think less of you, but it's fine. <laughs> no, I'm joking, right? It's obviously not everyone trains jujitsu, so just stop giving the excuse, I, I don't have time, right? It, if it's change, not for you, that it's sentence. fine. Yeah. In your mind, if, if, if you're telling yourself, I don't have time to do jujitsu, just change that to jujitsu isn't a priority to me and then see how you respond to it. Or change it like this, it's not worth my time and see how you think or feel about it. Yeah, it's not worth my time, it's not a priority, you know, if – or I am unwilling to make time. Just change the dialogue, change the narrative in your mind and see what other options become available. Yeah, see how you how you view the problem. Because not, yeah, nine out of 10 people who say they don't have time, they have time, mm. right? Uh, one of my favorite, there's like a little video that's taken from a speech from 
I believe when Arnold Schwarzenegger was governor for California and it's like his rules for success, right? And it's a very long speech, but there's a cool little YouTube video where it's, um, you know, being turned into one of those motivational videos. It's just maybe a five minute video, him going through his rules for success. And it's just images of him being a boss in the background, right? Like a slideshow of photos of him back in his heyday. And one of the, one of his rules is, is work hard essentially. Right. And he goes on to say like, there's, there's no way around it. Like you have to work your ass off. And he, and he breaks down his day like this. He's like, he's like, now you've got 24 hours in a day. You sleep six hours. You've got 18 hours left. He's like, now I know some of you out here are thinking, wait, whoa, whoa, hang on. I sleep eight, nine, 10 hours. He's like, then I suggest you sleep faster. <laughs> it's like, yeah I, yeah, I love that. It's like, but you know, let's say you do look at that eight. Okay. Let's say you sleep eight hours. That's the, the standard that you say. Right. So then you got 16 hours. If you work an eight hour day, right. Okay. Let's bump that up to a 10 hour day. Cause you got commuting and, you know, taking a shit and whatever, <laughs> you know, the logistics of going to and from work. I mean, you've still got like, it'd be hard pressed to find people who don't have, you know, like a block of five to six hours in their day. Now I realize that that out in those hours, you also need to do normal life stuff, like go to the bank or wash the dishes mm. or, you know, walk your dog. Yes. You know, but a lot of, some of those things are daily things like walking the dog or whatever, but you know, some other things aren't, you know? So when you say I don't have time, okay, cool. Sometimes it might be saying I don't have time today because I actually don't, oh, I've got this meeting or whatever that would you, I usually train, you know, lunchtime jujitsu, but today I have a meeting at 12. I can't, I don't have time. Mm. Cool. Right. But like, that's just that day. That's not an excuse. You know, like you've that five, six hours, I find it hard to believe that that's occupied seven days a week. hundred percent agree. You know, it, look, it, what could you be doing? Yeah. You know, that I'm going to call him out. Jake, you piece of shit. Jake's one of my first blue belts. Saying um, he doesn't have time. Really good friend of mine. Hasn't been back to jujitsu. I think when I checked in the system, the last time he trained was like June or something like that, 2021. Wow. We're now into January of, of 2022. Yes, there was a lockdown here in Sydney, but that ended in November. So the lockdown has been over for almost three months and he hasn't come back to train. Oh, I don't have time. It's not you know, his priority. Oh, work's so busy. It's not his priority. It's like, yeah, but bro, like we have classes 5.30, 6.30 in the evening. By five o'clock in the afternoon, he's like, on his couch having a nap. Mm. It's like, you do have time, bro. Yeah. Or like, you know, he, uh, he was, Jake is, uh, you know, quite an avid surfer. So he was going through this whole period saying he doesn't have time, but he was up at like five thirty six in the morning to go surf. Now I'm not saying that's not a, a valuable use of your time, but then don't tell me you don't have time. You do have time. It's just surfing's more important to you right now. Yeah, You'd which is fine too. If that's the case, that's yeah. cool as well. But stop telling me you don't have time. Yeah. Because you do. Yeah. Jake, piece of shit. Yeah. The, the like whole, one of my good friends whole, not coming to train. <laughs> the whole like I don't have time piece is, it is just the one of the worst excuses. And there's a very, very small subset of the population that legitimately you could say, yeah, you know what? You probably don't have time. Like if Elon Musk said he didn't have time to train jujitsu, I'd be like, okay, fair enough, bro. Dude, he's sending rockets to Mars. Like that's okay. He, he um, I, I saw. I mean, he he gets a, a lot of flack, but he also gets a lot of praise, right? Mm. Um, I'm I'm not super current on every little thing he does and all his policies and whatever. And um, all I know is one of the recent ones are people complaining that he doesn't pay taxes or something like that. Mm. But, then at the same time, I've read that he pays more taxes than any other human in history has ever paid. Yeah. So, so I don't really know. But anyway, there was a little interview where, man, you could see like the pain in his face when he was talking about um, how many hours he was working when, uh, when they had all the problems with the Tesla Model 3 production. Yeah. And I think anyone who's semi 
up to date with Elon Musk would know that during that period he was known to be sleeping in the factory and he was working on the floor, working on engineering, working in the paint shop. Like he said, he was working like 20 hours a day, seven days a week, blah, blah, blah. And you could see the pain in his face talking about it. And he was just like saying, and the reason he was working so hard is because Tesla as a company, he said was in into a matter of weeks of going bankrupt. Like if they didn't solve the problems that mm. they were having and they were really hard, complicated problems to solve. And yeah, they were a matter of weeks from, from going completely bankrupt. So, you know, for him, he had to put in those hours and man, you could see the pain in his face when he was saying like, no one should have to work this hard. He's like, I do not recommend it. Like it hurts, blah, blah, blah. And then the interviewer asked like, what do you mean it hurts? And man, I kid you not, you could see in his face and he just goes, he goes, it, it, it hurts my mind and my heart. You know, like you could see, like it's so much work. Okay, Elon Musk doesn't have time to train, yeah. right? <laughs> That's cool. I'll let that slide. Yeah. But, but there, there's more there's, short of that many hours. But there's busier people <laughs> than like anytime you think you don't have time, and this is probably the last sort of rant I'll have on it. Um, and then I want to move on to something like very juicy. Uh, but if if you think that you don't have time, just find all the people that you know are busier than you are. That's and look trained. what they do. And yeah. that's still trained jujitsu. Like Jocko Willink is a prime example. The dude trains jujitsu nearly every day, and he's running like three different companies and like four different podcasts. You know, yeah, he has a team working for him, but he's the CEO of like multiple companies, including like a, a, a food line. Like that man works his fucking ass off, still gets up at four in the morning, does a workout and still trains of an evening. I think as well, you got to take some, you know, you hold yourself accountable as well, because that's a, that's a great way to think about it. You know, find someone busier than you and that still trains and you'll mm. see they make it work. But if you're looking for a way out, You'll always find an excuse. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, but they don't. They don't have. You know, they don't have twins. But that dude has four kids. You know, like or yeah, but oh, twins yeah. are different. Oh yeah, my situation's different. Yeah. Or yeah. but they don't this and this. If I mean, people looking for excuses will always find excuses, and we're telling you to stop be such little bitches. Yeah. And don't look for know. an excuse. Look for a solution. Like if you legitimately You're so deep, today, you legitimately Gary. have all like deep knowledge bombs. I've spoken about this topic a lot because you know the whole time thing is a big excuse people use for exercise in general. And you know I've been in the PT world for like six years now, and it's something that I've had to you know talk on so often, particularly with family members. They're the worst. Like you have overweight family members who are like, oh, I'd love to work out, but I don't have time. You just want to punch them, like yeah. or like slap them, or whatever. Just about you've fuck man shut up (laughs) shut the fuck you have no idea how hard i work for this like and what i sacrifice it's you know when you when you hear it from that lens you know it's frustrating but you said juicy grapefruit i do have something juicy so we spoke about this in a previous episode i have to dig out exactly which i don't have my spreadsheet leave me alone i don't know exactly which episode it it was honestly it wasn't even the topic of the episode so it would be very difficult to find but it was it was one of the episodes a few months ago um our veteran listeners will remember it and we i posed the question to you and i asked is training two times a week enough to get good at jujitsu can you still progress your jujitsu training twice per week this is a very very believe i probably said no <laughs> something along those lines this I'm, is, I'm guessing is what i said yeah 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 basically you, you said in a nutshell you, we spent about 15 minutes talking about it because i clipped that section of the podcast and put it on as a standalone clip on my youtube channel mm-hmm. and we got some very interesting responses which i want to go over okay. so i'm going to today we're going to address some of the comments on that section so just to get you up to speed is your basic argument was is it wasting your time well yes and no you said kind of because you are never really going to be able to progress uh in in the sport as a whole as in and I want to going to be playing catch up the whole time. Yeah, you're going to be much. playing catch up. The, the, the sport is evolving faster than two times a week. Yeah, particularly if you want to. And I think the way you're looking at it is is addressing someone that actually wants to be a legitimate, very like well respected, well regarded, well rounded jujitsu practitioner at, at black belt level, right? You want to be good. Mm. You want to be like very good at black belt. You're not talking about your run of the mill, you know, black belt from a small town that you know. There's levels to the game. We all understand that. And from your perspective, from your lineage, from where you've come from in your belt progression, you know, trained at uh, 
in Sao Paulo at Alliance headquarters, the premier gym in the world for those that aren't aware. Um, when you trained there, it was regarded as what the Danaher desk squad was regarded two years ago. That was where you were, yeah. right? So it's it, there's levels to the game, people. And I think that's that's your experience where you were coming from. So you're talking from that experience through that lens. No, you can't train twice a week if you want to be very, very good or one of the best. Like there's no there's no illusion that you cannot be the best in the world training twice a week. It's ridiculous to think that. No one was trying to say that, right? Now, there was a lot of pushback on this two times a week because there's a lot of people out there in the jiu-jitsu community and probably a lot of our listeners and viewers that only train, hello, we're waving to the camera, <laughs> that only train <laughs> uh, twice per week, right? And they stand by it. And this this comes into the whole time thing and the whole priority thing. They only train twice per week and they, they push back and say, you know what? No, you can get better training twice per week. And there were some black belts that reached out and said, you know, respectfully though, because man, we got some comments that were just like, hit me, you know, hit me. that were just ridiculous. Some people like one guy, I have to mention it at the start. We're not going to get mad about it. I don't even want to shed too much light, but basically his whole counter argument was the fact that you use the term inverting in this clip and that derails your credibility. This person thought that inverting was stupid. That just goes to show how much they know about jujitsu. So, you know, you, you played yourself there, you know, <laughs> you, you played yourself a fool there, bud. But we got some really good comments. So I'm going to go through, I want to read some of the comments. Sounds like someone who can't invert to me. Yeah, it does. I want to, I want to go through, read some of the comments, some of the top comments um, and get your, your thoughts on them, get your response. So, okay. so we're on a similar topic. I'll just, before we yeah, go we into are, it, like, I mean, cause some people, they can only train two times a week and they're not making excuses when they say, I don't have time to train more. Yeah. I mean, okay, maybe they're saying I don't have time to train more, but I mean, I know a lot of people who two times a week is all they can train because of other, because other of priorities, priorities, priorities and commitments. Exactly, you just right? named it. Priorities and commitments. It's like they don't want to neglect their children, so they don't train. That's right. And you know that's, what I mean? that's a completely – like legitimate. more than legitimate reason. Yeah. Like, you know, that's time with your kids is time you can't get back, right? So, I mean, that's fine. But yeah, okay. So we're similar saying- Similar vein, but I just really want to address this because I'm going to clip it again. Yeah, because when you said like yes and no, right? I would just, people who can only train twice a week for logistical reasons or pri priorities or whatever, mm. like you will still get better at jujitsu, right? Mm. But if anyone- if we're addressing the people who are saying, oh, I've got time and could train more than twice a week, but I don't because twice a week is enough. No, you suck. Mm. Okay, so let's go through. The first comment was from um, a YouTube account called Still Rolling. and uh, But only twice a week, right? But only twice a week. <laughs> Still rolling, twice a week. Sorry. <laughs> um, and the comment goes like this. I trained two days per week my entire career, except I did three days at Brown Belt leading up to Master Worlds. I received my black belt in eight years from multiple-time world champion uh, Samuel Braga. I believe I had 14 black belt matches my first year, won some and lost some. Yes, you will be better if you train more, more, but if two days are all you can do, just make sure you are using your time on the mats wisely. And then like little emoji, two times per week club. Check yeah, out. I mean like that's fine. I don't have a problem with that <clears throat> comment other than thinking that two times a week club is a club mm. um yeah that's fine some people will only have time to train twice a week and hey you'll meet some people in the world who train once a month and are still a handful on the mats because there's always an exception to the rule but just because like joe blow over there who you know didn't even go to primary school or high school somehow has self-taught himself 12 languages and has a PhD and all this stuff. Doesn't that doesn't then go, Hey, did this you know that if do you it. don't go to school, yeah. you will learn multi like, no. Yeah. Right. So yeah, this guy could be uh, still rolling like YouTube handle still rolling could be for all I know, he could beat the shit out of me. Right. He could be an exception to the rule or whatever. If you can only train twice a week. Yeah. You will get better. Um, I mean, I don't want to discredit him or Samuel Braga, like eight years, black belt in eight years is an awesome achievement. Mm. I mean, I got mine in eight years, but I trained like five, six days a week, twice a day. Yeah. You know, I trained a lot to earn that. Um, and whether that means 
Fabio and Samuel have different standards, whether that means still rolling is just a fucking animal and a natural. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, for all I know, we could meet each other and he could beat the crap out of me having done throughout his whole career less than half the classes I've done. Yeah. If he only ever trained twice a week his whole career and then three times a week at Brown, whereas I trained my whole career. Two times a day. Two times a day. Yeah. You know, he's done less than half the total amount of hours that I put, but he could be twice as good as me. Like, you know, so it evens out. Yeah. That's possible. You know, so I don't really have anything wrong with that comment. Like, you know. Yeah. That's, I, did, I did follow you up know, and so ask I, him. So I stand by his comment. I did ask him a follow-up question along the lines of like, are you, were you doing any supplementary training like outside of the gym? And he wasn't. Like he was just saying, no, look, I, 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 he said I got given one instructional DVD once upon a time and I reviewed it, but that's it. Like I just did, I just used my time wisely is basically the crux of it. So Yeah, and I think that's what I take the most from that comment, you know. I think he's made a really good point that uh, if you do only have time to train twice a week, like make sure you get the most out of that yeah. time. So it is better know? than training nothing, like no times. Yeah. I think there was one dude who said, you know, essentially went along the lines of saying that it's the most optimal way to get better, right? Yeah. Twice a week that if you train more than that, you're essentially, it's detrimental to your jujitsu. Well, I wouldn't agree with that. So No, I don't agree <laughs> yeah, with that. That's... But wasn't there a guy who essentially said that? Uh, I, I cannot recall. I, I got some other comments to go through though. So it, it may pop up. All right, so this comment, uh, the next top comment was from uh, Albert Garcia Guitar, YouTube handle, and they said, literally matters on your goals. If it's to get in shape, exercise, and learn self-defense, then it's okay to train twice per week. If you're trying to be a competitor, then obviously you need to train way more. Also, slow and steady wins the race. There are many people who get good extremely fast, then burn out and quit. Yes and no. Like, yeah, it, I agree with that. And, you know, it depends on your goals. And that guy obviously is not sitting there saying twice a week is optimal. He clearly said, yeah, if you want to be a competitor, of course you need to train more. Mm. Of course you do. Like, I mean, yeah, anyone who argue, argues against that has just never actually seen how professional athletes train and mm. compete. And, yeah, <laughs> and that's not just a jujitsu thing. Like, you reckon bloody, you know. Tiger Woods plays golf twice a week. You know, like, you know who that is, right? Tiger yes. Woods, yeah, heard yeah. of him. Yeah. Um, Sex scandal guy, right? <laughs> the, the slow and steady wins the race. I think that also depends on your goals. I mean, burnout is a real thing in anything in life, right? Mm. You can go too hard, too quick and burn out on, you know, it doesn't even have to be a physical activity. You know, oh, I want to pick up, you know, learning how to, I don't know, code like, you know, computer code or whatever. And you yeah. could go start dumping eight hours a day every day and burn out. And like it can happen with anything. But the slow and steady wins a race, I think that's the that fable is – I think the wrong message is put across with that fable, you know, of slow and steady wins the race. I think that story, it should be more, hey, don't be cocky. That's what I take from that story, mm. like the tortoise and the hare, right? Yeah, yeah. Familiar with that? Yeah, yeah, sure. that makes sense. Right, the, don't be cocky. Yeah, because well, well, the message they give you is slow and steady wins the race. There is no way that tortoise should have won that race. Yeah, the it's because the hare was cocky and went for a nap or something. Yeah, shit, yeah, he took a nap. Yeah, right. So, why the fuck would you do that? You're in a race. Yeah, bro. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's like you know one of my favorite like fails videos is to watch the pit. You know, have you seen the the um, don't celebrate too early? Yeah. Have you seen those ones? So and good. especially when it's like, oh, I mean part of your heart goes out to them because they are a competitor yeah. as well. But you see the ones where it's something grueling, like a triathlon or an Ironman or yeah. something. And, and they put like, their hands up. Yeah, and, and then the, the other bike. dude, like, yeah, <laughs> they fall off the bike or the dude yeah. sprints past yeah. them. And part of you is like, oh, I feel sorry for you. But the other part of me is like, you know, like I remember my sister used to do that, like when we did athletics in school. You know, when you're doing like the 100 meter sprint, my yeah. parents used to scream at my sister because she would always run, but like look behind her to yeah, see where, and they're that. like, no, like just run mm. and you don't slow down until mm. you're well past the finish line, mm. you know? So yeah, slow and steady, like maybe you, slow and steady wins the race in terms of, oh, I want to do jujitsu for the rest of my life. I guess you're negating the chance of burning out, mm. right? But um, 
but you're also then gaining the chance of ever being world champion. But if like yeah, like I you mean, said, it's you, not everyone's fucking goal is to be world champion. Yeah. So but it also depends on your gym or instructor standards, you know, yeah. like um uh, um I'm not I mean, I know of students who would have to drastically change the way that they currently train for me to ever award them a black belt. Right. I've spoken before that for me, black belt is something more, right? Like it's it's you know, you need to be doing, I mean, um, it would be hard pressed for me to give out a black belt to a student who's a once, twice a week trainer. Like I'd, ha- I'd happily give them their brown belt, you know, but black belt is like jujitsu for me, for you to be wearing a black belt, you don't need to make jujitsu your career, but it needs to be a significant portion of who you are and like and a massive part of your life. You know, it is not a token like, yay, got my black belt, woohoo, now I never have to train jiu-jitsu again. Mm. Like it's, it's something more than that. So, so I know of students who would have to change drastically what they current, the way they currently train to, to ever reach that milestone. Do you mean change the way as in the frequency and the priority or change how they're training? No, 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 the frequency and okay, priority. Cool. Just wanted to, want to clarify that. Uh, I've got a couple more comments that I want to go through. This one's a little bit more spicy. Um, I'm going to butcher the name, so apologies in advance. It's Mr. Kowalski Fixation, I believe, um, YouTube handle. And they say, this is an inaccurate video that only discourages people people who can't make it more than twice a week from training jujitsu. So in, in order to say that, I think in the video, also just to clarify for those that haven't seen it, you say that you're the max sort of the limit that you put on people that only ever train twice a week is a strong blue belt. Um, so, and the, you're saying in the video, you use the words like, if you can only train twice a week, are you wasting your time? You, you're kind of like sort of like a little bit, you're never going to get like, because the sport's progressing, et cetera, you, you lay down your, your arguments. If you want to listen to that, I recommend going back and listening to, to that video um, on YouTube just to get that clip that we're talking about. But yeah, what do you, what, what's your response to, to that? You know, it's it, you don't have as clear cut pass fails in jujitsu. So, you know, I I like you know I like to give analogies always. So let's give it a more a more concrete like pass fail. Let's you know doing it twice a week because it's your hobby and you whatever. Again, like the the previous commenter said, it definitely protect depends on your goals, right? Uh, but if it's, if you're happy just to do it as your hobby and twice a week's all you got time for and, you know, it's all you, re- you really want to invest in jiu-jitsu, I mean, that's fine, right? If your goal is to get better and, you know, it gets, like, jiu-jitsu gets progressively harder, right? The higher you go up. It's not like it gets, it's not, it's not it doesn't get easier, it only ever gets harder, right? Jiu-jitsu. So let's give it a, let's say, okay, let's talk about rock climbing, right? Rock climbing, depending on where you are in the world, they grade the climbs that you do. They have like a ranking system. I forget the names of them, but they're different different way, uh, places around the world, but they're typically like there'll be a number, let's say like six, and then it'll be 6A, 6B is harder than 6A, 6C. I can't remember what letter it goes to. I think C or D maybe. And then it will go to 7, 7A, 7B, right? And uh, if you're up into the nines, like you're a professional climber, right? Like that's, I think the highest climb ever, the hardest ranking ever done was like a 9C, I think. I could be wrong, but it's a guy called Adam Ondra, one of the best climbers in the world. Anyway, my point being is like, because that's got like a clear cut, like pass fail. Like if, if you rock climbed and you only did it twice a week, it's not like you're going to constantly be like six, A, B, C, seven, A, B, C. Like you're going to hit a point where you, you, you can't complete that seven B climb only training twice a week. Like it's, it's, it's not this linear progression, you know, it only gets harder. So how do you overcome something that gets more difficult is you have to like, you know, approach it smarter and often put in more volume, you know, 
jujitsu isn't as clear cut with pass and fail. You know, if you put it into competition terms, you could imagine if I said to you, all right, man, to get your purple belt, you have to win competition X at blue belt. And you only ever train twice a week, you know, like, man, maybe five years tick by and you haven't won that competition because you keep coming up against dudes who train five times a week, twice a day, you know, like it, and it only ever gets harder. So you're going to reach a point where you need to put in more hours if you want to be able to successfully climb that 7B like uh, route, you know? Mm, and does I that make sense? It does. And I, I think, my analogy was not my best one, guys. No, I, I, th- know, I think but. it's good. And I think that everyone's sticking point, everyone's point at which they will come to a halt, their progress will come to a halt at their current training volume will be different. Yes, yes. And I think back way back to the first um, the first comment, their point based on their instructor's um, standards, and again, we're not talking shit about their standards, just their point based on their instructor's standards, where they were and what they were capable of, that point wasn't until black belt. They achieved their black belt training twice per week. Well, technically three times per week to get to black belt, but, you know, to, to brown belt we'll say. They got to brown belt only training twice per week in order to go from brown to black, they had to step it up and go three yeah. times a week. Yeah. Right. That was their, in their current situation. Well, yeah, it kind of like proves my point a little bit. It does right? prove your point a little bit. And, but their, their sticking point was, uh, you know, brown belt. Whereas you said for you, in your mind, your sticking point for most people would be high level blue belt, like a competent yeah. blue belt. I mean, yeah. And like you said, it's going to depend. That's an average. It's going to depend for everyone. Because if you have an athlete, take even Eric. No, no, no. I mean, it just boggles my mind. Now you get me pissed off, Kieran. Well, I'm not, not at you because like you agree with me, but it just boggles my mind that people don't realize, you know, no, no sport just has this constant linear progression of improvement. You know, if I all of a sudden decided I wanted to get better at the hundred meter sprint, right? I am not a sprinter. I would, oh God, I can't remember the last time I even did sprints as a workout. Actually, I can remember it was the lockdown in 2020. So it was like 18 months ago was the last time I did sprints, right? I'm not a sprinter. I would probably, I would be impressed if I did a hundred meter sprint in under 20 seconds. I am slow. (laughs) I am a slow run. I'm not a sprint. Dude, look at me. I'm like six, four. I could, you know, we went for a jog in last lockdown. Remember around the golf course? I'm a slow runner. I'm not a fast runner. Like the tortoise. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, who also takes a nap. <laughs> um, right, I'd be, let's say I do it in 20 seconds, just so it's an even number. I decide I want to get better at sprinting and I only train it twice a week. Of course, I'm going to have this period of beginner gains, but it is not this linear progression where all of a sudden I only sprint twice a week. Oh man, and now, oh, I'm off to the Olympics. I'm hitting sub tens. Mm. No, man, like yo, I'm going to get to maybe... 16 seconds and it's going to reach a critical point where the only way I'm getting faster is putting in more work. Mm. And it's the same with jujitsu. We just don't necessarily see it as cut and dry because it isn't because we don't have a metric to measure it as clearly as that because it's so dynamic. You know, you might be able to tap one blue belt and not the other, you know, it's not as cut and dry because it's so dynamic and every opponent and partner is different. Mm. Which leads me on to another point. Do you think, if I was training with you for, or like if I was training at a gym for 10 years, right? Do you think that there would reach a point where the instructor would be looking at belt progression and be like, say purple belt, for example, just to pick a random one and be like, okay, this guy, you know, he's been a blue belt for four years. He shows up, you know, twice a week, every, every single week, he's been training with me so long now. I'm, I'm just going to give him a purple belt. Like a sympathy belt. Yeah. Yeah, like would I give out a sympathy belt? Is that the question? I don't know if you would. You might. I reckon you might. Who are we talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Do we have examples? No, I don't have examples, but I think. But what was, hang on, what was the initial question? Like just my thoughts on that. Yeah, your thoughts on that. Like, okay, so yeah, you train twice a week. Like someone being like, no, fuck you. Like, 
I'm, I'm thinking I'm putting my Reddit hat on here. And if we posted this on Reddit, we'd get bombarded with like, no, fuck you, you're wrong. Because there's so many people that are in that two times a week club and live and die by it and be like, no, I'm, I am a brown belt. I've been training for 10 years. Who the fuck are you to say, I, I'm, I'm not going to get my black belt or I'm not, I'm, I shouldn't be wearing a brown belt or my limit is blue. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, let's, let's just strip it all back and try put it in a metric that is, um, is quantifiable. Right, and just look at hours of jujitsu. Right, let's say one hour of jujitsu with whoever. Last episode we talked about uh, how to get the most out of a private. Let's imagine every single hour of your jujitsu is spent just you in a room with the Mendez brothers, Cobrinha, Andre Galvão, Fabio Gogel, Michael Musameshi. You know the entire Daisy Fresh team, Gordon Ryan. It's just you and the fucking best dudes in the world. There is only so much you can learn in one hour, right? Learn the knowledge, drill it, get competent enough to implement it. There's only so much you can do in an hour. Obviously, some people are more gifted than others and will learn more in an hour than others. But to you as an individual, there is only so much that you as an individual can learn and uh, improve at and remember, like all the aspects of gaining a skill there's only so much you can do in one hour, right? So let's just, to make it mathematically simple, let's imagine every jujitsu class is an hour long. So you train twice a week, you only do two hours of jujitsu a week, okay? And then if you, let's say, think that you're gonna be a brown belt for a year, let's say that's the IBJJF minimum time requirement. It's one year at Brown Belt, so you do two hours a week. Let's round that down from 52 weeks a year to 50 because let's imagine you take two weeks off throughout the year at some point because of holidays and shit. Mm -hmm. So there's 50 weeks, you train two hours a week, so you do 100 hours of jiu-jitsu in a week, uh, in in a year, Mm. right? Wait, no, is that right? Yes. Yes. Right, so you do 100 hours of jiu-jitsu in a year. 100 hours is not a lot of time. You know, like that is you, how many hours a week do you currently do of jujitsu? Hours over 10. Over 10, right? So in, in 10 weeks, you're doing what this person, what it takes this person to do a year. So when I, okay, let me backpedal a little bit. I'm not, I, I said, oh, I don't know if I'd ever give someone a black belt who only trains twice a week. That was maybe a little bit harsh. I would, but it's probably, you're probably going to be wearing that brown belt for like three, four years. Cause you, it's, it's not about like time, like the amount of time that you're that belt. Jujitsu is not karate that it's just like, well, it doesn't matter how much you turn up as you just have to wear it for this long mm. and, and then be like, do a little kip. And yeah, you, get your your belt. And you know, get your belt. like it's just the rea- reality of it that let's just use again, that metric of a hundred hours in a year. Like, that is not enough hours to learn. It's impossible to like you, unless you're a savant, a jujitsu savant, like, and if you are a jujitsu savant, you would be absurdly addicted to jujitsu yep. that you'd be doing a hundred hours a week of jujitsu. Like you yep. can't learn enough. Just, just to clarify. In a hundred hours to learn what you need to learn to be wearing that belt. These we're also talking to the people and we, you made this very clear in the original video that, if you're then doing study on top of that, if you're then studying technique, if you're if you're doing supplementary training to jujitsu, that counts as training. Well, for sure. So some people do that, right? Like, yeah, I mean, and that's fine. We're not talking to those. Maybe people. Maybe they can only train twice a week, but they you they've study got for a, four hours. And yeah, they they've fucking, got a grappling dummy, yep. or they're like fucking four hours a day with on flow grappling yeah. and they just absorb a huge amount of jujitsu. You are right? not who we're talking about. Yeah. We're talking about people that only do two hours a week and don't do any other study or anything. Don't put any effort into it. Yeah, it's just, it's, you know, it just the numbers don't add up. Mm. You can't learn enough in that time to like, I always give an example of like, look at it like a university degree. Like, you know, if you were studying to become a lawyer, right? And like, I would argue that that 100 hours in a year, like you're not going to pass that exam that is set at the, the end of the year. You're not passing your bar, yeah. Right? Like, you know, I know that's a bit of a silly comparison, but I mean, it's just because jujitsu doesn't have this cut and dry pass fail. 
And I think you know, it's because people, people each go, belt oh, is different. Yeah. And he, to, uh, under uh, Like if I get a blue belt under you, like it's different to getting a blue belt at a different gym, like Gracie Baja or wherever. Like there's different requirements or even a black belt. Black belt's probably a better analogy. Black belt. Well, there is. And I always say if, if you don't like the standards of your gym, you're free to fucking train somewhere else. You know, uh, I – I pride myself in people. Sometimes I've had people say that like I sandbag. I don't sandbag, man. I just have my standards and I try uphold the same standards that Fabio held me to. Mm. And if you don't like them, you can go get your belt somewhere that will be much easier, you know, but that's not what I want for you. I don't think it's the best for you as a, as a student of jujitsu. You know, I want you to be held to a high standard. And you don't have impossible and the standards. standards. Are, no. Right, and they're only getting higher because mm. of the evolution of the sport. Mm. Like, uh, okay, so I'm like a heavyweight, or, 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 um, you know, usually I fight at 94 kilos, right? Or I can fight super heavy, like closer to 100 if I want. If I, uh, whoever was the heavyweight blue belt world champion this uh, last year, 2021 Worlds that happened at the end of the year due to COVID, I. I reckon he would probably beat the shit out of me. You know, my point being is the, the, the sport is only getting, is evolving so rapidly, man. Like the, the active competitors are so, so good, you know. So the standards of the sport are only getting higher, which makes my standards of an instructor should be pushed higher. I'm not saying not everyone is in it to be a world champion, but I, I, my standards are guided by the standards of the sport as a competitive sport. That's so interesting. My, my standards aren't held to the standards of a, well, as long as you can defend that self-defense punch, no. Yeah. Right? Some gyms are. That's cool. You're a self-defense jiu-jitsu gym. That's cool too, right? I mean, it's a different product. Yeah. But my standards are governed by what is currently happening in the competitive scene of jiu-jitsu because that's, you know, Again, if, if, you know, if I was a coach and you were coming to me as a sprinter, I was a, a track and field coach, right? Well, my standards are going to be, you know, set by the current pace that sprinters are running at, you know? So I'm going to be saying, sorry, Kieran, unless you can run this speed, you're not going to make the team, mm. you know? Like that, it'll be as cut and dry as that, right? In a but lot I of think, sports. I think it's working the opposite though in the broader jiu-jitsu community. And I'd like your input on this. As more people do jiu-jitsu, because jiu-jitsu is such a growing sport. We're like rapidly growing. Every year the sport is growing, which is great for the sport. We've spoken about this before. It's brilliant, right? But as more people come into the sport, as more gyms are being opened, there's more people. Do you think that the more and more people that are introduced to the sport, the belt standards are being diluted across the board? 100%. And uh, I don't really know how I feel about it because on the one hand, I'm – I'm loving the growth of the sport, but I think, yeah, I actually don't really know. I don't quite know how to put into words how I feel about it because I think that goes with any industry that the more it grows, on the one hand, you've got the growth of the industry, which is great for the industry. Uh, but on, I think it's inevitable that with the growth of anything, there is a level of, of dilution, you know? Um, I don't think that's, trying to think of businesses or industries that avoid that. Like, I don't think you can. You even look at like the growth of Apple, right? Mm. Like, you know, uh, Apple were kind of seen as super inferior technology until iPods, right? Mm. iPods was kind of like they, they made computers previous to that, right? But IBM was sort of the bigger player in the computer field and then Apple – really took off with iPods and iPhones and everything. And the growth of them, like, I think unless you're an Apple diehard, you probably know that the quality has kind of <laughs> gone downhill. They, you know, they've lost lawsuits about how their batteries die right as the warranty runs out yeah. and things like this. You know, so it's great to see the sport grow and I'm all for more people training it. As long as, as long as you're real with yourself and realize, you know, that you're training it for a hobby or if you want to be – you might not want to be a world champion or compete at the world championships, but if you want to be at – like be able to say that, oh, I can hang with those guys, you know, I can 
you know, yeah, I'm not going to beat them, but I can I can roll and hold my own sometimes against those high-level people. Or you could enter the local comp and have a good shot yeah. at winning. I mean, you pretty much have to train like a professional, you know? Like same as if you, oh, I don't want to be a bodybuilder, but I want to look like one. You're probably going to have to train like one too, mm. right? You know, same thing. Oh, I don't want to be a sprinter, but oh, I'd like to be able to do a, you know, do a 11 second hundred meters, yeah, you probably, I mean, there's a lot of Olympians that struggle to hit that. So you're probably going to have to train like an Olympian, mm. you know? And so it's the same with jujitsu. If you just want to be a sprinter or lift weights for fun, to look good for yourself, to feel good, that's, that's cool. But I mean, don't then walk around like you look like Mr. Olympia because you don't. It's the same with jujitsu, right? If the sport's growing and cool, that means more people are going to be doing it and a lot of gyms are going to then let their belt standards slip or they're going to adjust their belt standards to the masses. And I think that's a smart business decision probably. But I'm, I know that I'm – I hope that I always stick to my standards, which is trying to uphold Fabio's standards. And like I said, actually I could – I would actually even maybe think that some of my standards are harsher now than Fabio's only because the sport is different now to what it was when I was training there. And I would, well, harsher to what my standards were with Fabio back then. Mm. I would say he's also elevated his standards because Fabio has always had his standards dictated by, by what's happening in the, the, the competitive scene. And still is today, even though he's semi-retired from teaching, like he's, you know, those standards where Michael Lang is now the head coach of the Alliance Sao Paulo, they would still be dictated by, by the competitive scene. So, I mean, my standards today would be, I hope, on par with Fabio's standards today. But the point I, I was trying to say is my current standards would be higher than Fabio's standards from a decade ago. Of course. Because the competitive scene it's, it's has like, evolved in It's increased years. with inflation sort of thing is yeah. an analogy, right? Yeah, yeah good one. Mm. Inflation. My, yes. My, yes. Jiu-jitsu inflation. Yeah, jiu-jitsu inflation. You need to reduce inflation. So, um, you know. It's kind of got off topic and ranted and everything, but I think in a nutshell, if you don't if you don't have time, like, you know, if it's not a priority, that's fine, but change the wording because you have time, you know. We're not talking to the people who legit don't have time because they pull 100-hour weeks. They're not know? even and listening to yeah, this, right? That, they're they're that, fucking that, working. That, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right, you know. Um, and, yeah, if twice a week is all you got, that's cool. There'll be some exceptions to the rule that, train twice a week and are making the podium at worlds. There's always like, there's always exceptions to the rule, but it doesn't mean, Oh, that one dude did it. So training twice a week means I'm going to be world champion. Mm. No, And you know, if you can train twice a week, cool. But again, if we take a, a, a metric that we can measure like hours, like there's just, if you train twice a week, an hour a session, a hundred hours a year, it's just not enough time. It is, it is impossible. You can't learn enough. It is not enough time to learn what you need to learn. Yeah. I think it, it, it just isn't. That puts know? in a really good uh, conceptualization, you know, breaking it down at hours. You're training a hundred hours a year. Yeah. Imagine, imagine, yeah. Imagine if I said to you, Kieran, I was like, all right, Kieran, you've got 100 hours and 12 months, right? Whichever comes first. Anytime you're doing anything to do with, you know, uh, okay, and here's like your your year one medical book. This is like this is the textbook you would have year one studying medicine. You've got 100 hours or 12, 12 months, whichever comes first. And once and start a stopwatch every time you're studying. And once we hit either 100 hours or 12 months, you got to take this exam. Like you're gonna fail. It's not enough hours to learn what you need to learn. I'd be fucked. Yeah. So yeah, you might get your black belt from me training twice a week as a brown belt, but it's not going to be, it's going to be after you've done, well, I don't know, let's just say 500 hours, mm. right? Which in your case, if you're training a hundred hours a year, that's going to be five years at brown belt. Is what it is, baby. It is what it is, baby. Well, if you, uh, if you agree with Adam, or you disagree. Either way, we'd, like, us, to, we'd like to know. <laughs> yeah. If you don't have time to train, scroll social media. Yeah. Jump on Instagram. Let us know. Yeah. Jump on Instagram at Beyond Jiu Jitsu. Underscore Every podcast. other social media is a waste of time, except for our Instagram. Our Instagram's great. And our Patreon. And our Patreon's even And better. Kieran's YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else, waste of time. People start being, people are going to be like, something like, oh, ads. I don't have time to train. I'm busy listening to the podcast. I'll be like, that's cool. 
Lads, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time to train. I'm checking out all your reels. I'm about, yeah. That's cool. That's cool, man. That's cool. <laughs> Priorities. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but in all seriousness, if you did uh, enjoy this episode, you can support us on Instagram at beyondjujitsu underscore podcast. And on our Instagram, if you uh, click that little link in our bio, it will take you to a magical page, which you can uh, you can find our Patreon. Yeah, I'm quite excited about the the Patreon because as well as some sort of like more direct contact with us, mm. um, like with like AMAs and things like that, you you can submit like clips of you rolling or or drilling or even just submit you know uh, questions about techniques and whatever and you know, you might not be listening to the podcast to learn jujitsu, but for our Patreons, I'll review, you know, footage of you rolling or drilling and give you feedback or, you know, I, I can even record me doing a technique and send it to you. And, be the cheapest private you ever get. <laughs> yeah. As well as, um, you know, we've currently got some, some people have already seen the, the Beyond Jiu-Jitsu rash guards we've got. We've gotten some feedback saying that they – that your your belt on the rocket needs to be changed to blue. Yes, I'm um, standing strong. No, yeah. Let us know if you think that <laughs> if you think the artwork should change to be accurate and update my belt as a blue belt. Now, let us know, and uh, if we get enough uh, votes, if you will, we will change it. I'm not. I'm not agreeing to that. But, <laughs> yes, you are. But anyway, we got like some cool rash guards coming, and we're gonna like you know make the design a little bit more. Uh, a bit fancier so yeah. our patreons get first dibs on that sort of stuff so yeah if, if it's something you're into cool if not that's cool too uh, but thank you for listening and we'll catch you on the flip side